0: Good morning. Hey, Seattle. As always, it's your girls Jasmine and Shantae. Welcome to another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. Will it be the way or not the way? Find out and join the conversation.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. It's your girl Jazz in and... Shantae. And this is our second episode of 2022. We are keeping the ball rolling and keeping the momentum going. Um, We do have another episode in store for you guys today, of course. But this time, we are including our first guest of 2022. And um, it's actually a male guest, which you guys know is highly valued on our podcast because... We are two women, highly opinionated women, and we talk a lot about issues that, you know, pertain to both men and women, and we rarely get that male perspective or input. So we definitely needed to get that fresh, uh, fresh voice in, in, in our episode today. Uh, Tay, can you run down real quick what we are going to
0: talk about in today's episode? Yes. Yeah, so we're going to get into an introduction of our guest, introduce him to you guys. Jackson Huff of the Not in a Huff podcast. He is an admissions counselor in higher education by day and has taken his love for speaking with people to the podcast world. He started the Not in a Huff podcast almost two years ago. Congratulations on that. And has talked to over 100 people. But if your favorite child star, whoa, sorry, wait a minute, be (laughs) it your favorite child star groundbreaking actors, Olympic gold medalists, and a lot more about their lives and the lessons we can all learn from them and each other, including Jasmine, who you guys all know is very famous on cut. I'm not. I'm Stop. Not. Stop. I, I actually, just need you to go ahead and just like, you know, uh, allow it because it's no, it's happening. funny.
1: I had this conversation <laughs> the other day with someone because we were having a conversation and the way that it was going, it actually was like, I ended up talking about two separate people who I have met through cut. And -hmm. he was like, so what is this cut thing? Like, you know, everybody and like, everybody knows you. Like, and I was just like, no, I was like, Shantae would be cracking up right now. if She heard this because she says that all the time.
2: You're
0: famous.
1: (laughs) Yes, I guess. Um, But let's go ahead and give a warm welcome to Jackson. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me. appreciate it for sure. And I agree. You're, you're famous because of cut. I I would have never, uh, I would have never known about you before then, but I'm glad I did. I'm glad I watched your videos.
1: (laughs) That is a good point. No, thank you. And that was actually a really fun interview. I enjoyed, um, I enjoyed talking with you about that in general, because not many people actually are curious about like my experience with cut overall. It's more or less just like a, like a particular video where something was said or done that was, you know out, outstanding or whatever. Um so yeah, it was a nice it was a nice chat to have um more about like me and my experience, which I feel like you're very good at and that's why you do what you do on your podcast. Um
2: Thanks. we'll dive more I,
1: into that. We'll, def- I'll, yeah, we'll I'll take, definitely dive-
2: I'll take the compliment, but I'm not sure uh, I'm not sure if I agree, but I'll take the compliment for sure.
1: No, you do. I think you're really good at, you know, because what you do is you ask questions you 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 try to find out more about like that particular person that you're speaking to and that you're talking to so you ask the good questions to get there you know that's that's what i mean well thanks yeah, i'd like first. to know
0: who this child star is
2: oh okay well there's, there's a f- there's-
1: no there's a few shantae there's me-
2: been several yeah yeah give me um, a couple well let, let me think so i i interviewed chaz starbuck who was in um, a Disney Channel original movie. I grew up watching those on Fridays. Oh yeah. Disney what, Channel which original movie? Movies. He was in the 13th year. He was, you know, when the the kid turns 13, then he becomes a, a, a mermaid. mermaid. And goes back to the scene. Yes! Yeah, I, I know exactly I what you're I loved that movie. The me too. Because great.
1: the one scene that sticks out to me is when he's drinking from the water fountain and he's just drinking and drinking yep. and drinking yep. and the line is getting longer. <laughs>
2: exactly And his dad, his dad in that was Dave Coulier, who's uncle uh, Joey from full house.
1: House. Oh my gosh. Now he lives in
2: Texas. He left show business completely. He builds shelves. I mean, he left show business like when he was 17. So it was really cool.
1: Um, Other ones.
2: ones, You want more? Well, give me like one more.
1: Well, no, no, no. Shantae real quickly. There's two that I put down that I knew you would appreciate. Um, the the guy from tag team you know that that commercial that you love scoop there it is
2: yes
1: <laughs> yes tell tell her about that one because Shantae loves that commercial <laughs>
2: yeah dc glenn obviously part of part of tag team um, oh my with, with uh, what's the brain supreme there's the other guy but i interviewed dc glenn he was really cool um, he definitely has a lot to say that interview was one of the interviews that did not go The way that I planned it to go, it it was really Mm -hmm. cool. But I, you know, I had all these questions lined up, like you know, starting out in tag team, Mm -hmm. and how you got famous, and what things are like now. Uh, He, the the man, had his own plan. He was, he (laughs) taught taught us a lot of really cool stuff. But it it just it went off the rails in in a good way. Sometimes it went off the rails in not a good way. Right. He was he was really cool for sure. Another child star. You wanted another one i grew up uh watching all that i loved all that i interviewed lori beth denberg if you know her that was a really cool one because she talked about some really interesting stuff you're gonna i think you may ask me some questions about this so i'll I'll tell you a little bit more about yes shantae
1: you know who you know who she is she was the the the
2: how do i spell her name
1: lori beth l-o-r-i she was the heavier set one um
2: the loud librarian, but, the yes, teacher. and
1: and they they when they when they brought back all all that last year, she actually had a cameo. Like she's yes, she's been on in the new one. Yes, again. like yes, they brought back actually a lot vital of
2: information.
1: And that's the one. The vital information one is the one that I really recognized yeah. her from. Yeah, but oh you know, I, just going going through your page, you know, like I saw lavender from Matilda. Like mm-hmm. I I loved that movie. Yeah, yes, the no, girl with the
0: little. Yes, girl, no, so
1: many people.
0: Oh my gosh. like <laughs> That's so cool. And literally all from childhood. Like I'm over here, like dropping a tear. <laughs> I love Matilda. <laughs> I seriously love Matilda. I used to go around my house, like concocting stuff, thinking that I was making potions. I don't know what I was m- mixing together. So hopefully nothing actually toxic.
1: <laughs> I think I think my fear of chocolate and frosting honestly developed from this movie. Like,
0: oh my gosh!
1: I think that's why I'm not a big fan. I always wanted <laughs> to help a- that
0: little boy eat that chocolate cake. It looked good. It looks so. <laughs> you know me. I love chocolate, chocolate cake, and it was a layered chocolate that is r- cake. Yes.
2: Woo. I'd like to. I'd like to interview him. I don't know whether you've seen like the "Where are they now?" type thing, mm-hmm. but he is like mm. skinny. He's a nice-looking man too. Like that's, that's kind of the big thing. Like, this is what he looked like as a kid in the show. And now, you know, he's, I don't know what they call that. He's glowed up. Is that, is that his glow up? Yeah,
1: (laughs) there you go. Yes.
2: I love that. He sure
1: has. (laughs) Um, But yeah, let's go ahead. We're going to, we are going to dive into um, our interview in depth. You know, we've already kind of touched on some things here, but we got to get a few things out of the way and then we'll deep dive into that. Okay.
0: Yes, I always want to remind you guys that we have 30 second and 60 second ad space for small business owners, creatives, entrepreneurs, whatever you may be. We've got space for you. You can email us at thewayjt at gmail.com or you can DM us at thewayjazente or you can even check out our website, thewayjtpod.com for more information on those rates.
1: Additionally, you guys, please don't forget to leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. It really does help our show grow. Um, like Shantae said, follow us on Instagram at the way jazz and Tay. That's where we post daily, weekly. You'll find out exactly who we have on, what we're talking about and why it's important for y'all to care about. Um, and then lastly, like Shantae said, please, you guys don't forget about our website, the way JTPod.com. Um, all of our episodes get posted there weekly and you guys can stay up to date, um, on the latest on your girls by checking out that website. So now that we've gotten those formalities out of the way, let's go ahead and get into
0: our interview with you, Jackson. So we generally ask all podcasters this question. Uh-huh. Uh, what inspired the show?
2: Yeah.
0: Not in a huff.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a good question. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I think kind of inspired probably by my, my day job. I work in admissions at a school. Every day I spend kind of trying to talk to people about their why, you know, why they're doing what they're doing, why they want to go to school, what the difference is it's going to make. And then I, you know, so I've always had kind of that gift of gabbing and talking to people and kind of learning about them. So I thought, you know, it's again, like 18 months, two years ago, like we talked about, um, I thought, you know, it'd be be kind of cool just to talk to, to, you know, it started out kind of as wanting to talk to people that had maybe their 15 minutes of fame a long time ago and it's kind of a where are they now type thing mm-hmm. also i'm a i'm a big traveler so i wanted to talk to people in, in that travel space too that's kind of how it started it's kind of branched out from there and now we kind of just talk to people from really all walks of life and, and learning a lot about just all kinds of people really there's not really a, a, a topic i don't think that we haven't kind of touched on in that yeah. you know, a genre so to speak so it's it's been really cool
0: do you have an entire team? Because you keep saying we. And so I'm like, do you have a team of people that are like working behind the
2: scenes for you? Not necessarily. No. I mean, there's the, not no, no, not really. <laughs> we, we as in me. <laughs> I don't know. I think I just got used to saying we, I'm not really sure why I say that. I mean, I, I get a little bit of help, but I don't know if enough to call it a we. I got yeah. you.
0: We're definitely a we at the, well, I mean, it's two of us, but we also have a team of people who are helping us pump this stuff out because it it gets really hard. It does. Um, After a certain certain point, I mean, you said you have like over a hundred guests, like just even lining that up, reaching out to them and then, yeah, like getting all that content created. And um, you were also saying earlier, you do just audio, but once you like, add that video perspective, um, mm-hmm. it that's just that's gets team, so right. hard to that's turn out. It's like, itself.
2: <laughs> I can't move uh, fast enough. <laughs> my, my problem, my, I mean, my, honestly, my problem with it is I've been you know, approached actually by like the, the local news station to kind of yeah. join their team and, and stuff like that and have my podcast and kind of give a, give a little of the duties to somebody else. But I don't mm-hmm. know, I guess I'm a little bit of a, you know, a perfectionist, a control freak when it comes to it. And I just can't I can't let somebody else do it because I feel like I'm, I spend so much time making sure that I you know, talk to, to guests and make it a good one. And now maybe they take something out that I think is important. So yeah. I, I feel like I spend a lot of time you know, doing it myself, but I could probably save time. But then I, I always know what the product's going to be if I do it myself. So absolutely that's
1: that's very true the less hands on the pot you know exactly kind of like what you're getting um reminds me of Erica Baidu, like you know I'm an artist I'm sensitive about my shit like you know don't don't do anything that I censor me yeah yeah no and I I I can see that for sure um you know we did briefly talk about some of the people that you've already interviewed um you know kiami lavender from matilda um the another another one that i saw that jumped out at me was chloe lang or uh stephanie from lazy town like, <laughs> i'm sorry i used to watch no, that with my sister that show was one of my jams loved um, it but like how do you how do you find these people and like how do you approach how do you approach them you know just like you were saying it's kind of like a where are they now Or just kind of finding all different walks of life how how do you find them what makes you think like oh yeah they would be great to approach for this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to answer that question, but first with the, with Chloe Lang, that one I've gotten so, so many people, you know, reach out to me about, you know, like the whole Lazy Town fan club and all kinds of stuff. That's been one of the most popular ones. I will be a thousand percent honest. I think I'm too old for that because I had I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know Lazy Town, period. In the interview, I did I told her, you know, I don't really know anything really? about Lazy Town, but I kind of did research beforehand. I don't even remember how I found her. I feel like this is a hard question too, for me, just because I, I get them from all over, really. I mean, I, I think yeah. I see, you know, people in the news and, and reach out, um, you know, articles, just, you know, on Facebook, I, I see people, you know, sometimes where are they now? And I think, well, let me look, let me reach out to some of these people. Um, you know, there are some websites that, you know, people that want to be on podcasts, I reach mm-hmm. out to sometimes there. Um, and then, I mean, I, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, several different pu- publicists and agents reach out to me to ask, you know, hey, can I, can can awesome. my my people be on your show? So I've been lucky there too. Um, really, all over the place. Same type of way that I, I reached out to you, Jasmine, was mm-hmm. email. Sometimes I, you know, message people on Instagram. Hey, if you're interested, email me. If you're not, that's all right too. But but really, kind of all over the place. It's. And I feel like the way with this podcast, the way that I I do it is, I mean, essentially, it's people that I'm interested in learning more about. Mm -hmm. I I think that's kind of important too, where you don't. uh, The moment that I just worry so much about, hey, this is, I need to interview somebody like this because that's what people want to hear. It's not Mm going to be fun for me anymore. So Mm -hmm. I, I, I really do. Hey, I let me think about this person where they at now, and let me reach out to them. So it's kind of, I don't know. I don't really have a great answer to that. It's very, very different for each person.
0: No, that is a good answer. That's like the, that's probably the answer that fits, you know? Yeah. I was actually going to ask like, if there was ever any, like, not like imposter syndrome for lack of a better word, but like reaching out to people who are of this stature, you know, like if there was any kind of like hesitation, but I like what you said when you said you'll reach out to people and say like, are you interested if they are great? And if not, that's fine On to the next. I really Mm -hmm. like that because I feel like, even for us personally, like we'll sometimes be like, well, I don't know. if We want to reach out. Like, but it's really like they either are gonna say yes or you're gonna be in the exact same spot that you, you right. were in. Right. So you yeah. just kind of throw out as much, you know, you it's that uh saying you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Don't take, yep. Absolutely. I and like that bit, approach. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky. Weird, yeah, that's
2: that, I think, <laughs> I thought that was Bill might have Knight. Been Michael Jordan, but
0: I thought it was Bill Knight. Bill what? Knight. Nobody None knows. Of
2: us
0: know. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows.
2: <laughs> but, the, but about what you said, the thing that I, you know, I found kind of interesting and surprising in all this is, I mean, obviously I'm not interviewing, you know, all the Oscar winners. It's 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 kind of a, a little bit different than that. But some of the people who have been maybe the biggest names, you know, like the mom from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There's another one that I interviewed, or Lloyd Denberg, or all these different people that have some, some kind of stature. Mm-hmm. Those are honestly some of the easiest ones to set up. It's mm-hmm. the people that are maybe that next level down mm-hmm. that maybe, I don't wanna say, I don't wanna ever really be negative, but the people that maybe just a little bit more full of themselves and the people that's actually created mm-hmm. that level of stature. So I actually have a lot more success with people that I think maybe they're maybe they're a little bit too big time and and that's not the case. So I, I've been kind of surprised by that.
0: Can we rewind? You said you, you uh re- you interviewed aunt vivian
2: i did yeah
0: which which aunt vivian you, right the which second,
2: one. <laughs> the second <one>.
0: okay because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was, I was like say, oh my I, gosh I you got that. the
2: first Aunt vivian i did not get the first one we did talk about <laughs> i was like <laughs> it. i don't even think Will one can get they her. actually met but yeah yeah <laughs> that's but very yeah. cool no, I, but daphne maxwell reed she's really cool too she's the second one and she, the, the fun fact with her two huge fun facts is that she just a, a groundbreaking actress she kind of did a, a lot of really cool things she was the first person of color on um oh goodness what was it vote not vogue it was some ma- some really big magazine oh, hey. um she was the first home com- person of color that was a homecoming queen of a big 10 school wow she done some really really cool stuff and not to take away from her too, but the thing I didn't realize, she's married to Tim Reed, who is the dad and sister sister. You know, did you watch Oh sister, my sister? god! That's her, yes. That's her real husband. No oh way. Yeah, yeah.
0: Stop it. You're I just won't. we're on like a nostalgic train, and I, I might don't start like crying <laughs> <laughs> for no reason at all. Just happiness. Yeah. That is so cool. That I did not awesome. realize that. What
1: what I really do love about this too is that you know it's opening the door for like other potential you know connections. Like say say if you were if Tim was interested in getting on your show and talking about you know sister sister in general, you've already opened the door for that because you've talked to Fresh Prince of Bel Air mom number two. What was her name? Stephanie. <laughs> thank, yeah. thank
2: you, thank you,
0: thank <laughs> you. So but that's
1: awesome. That's incredible.
0: Did she tell you anything about him? Like what is he doing now? Does he still act?
2: He, he does a little bit he actually she didn't tell me this but I kind of looked up him he's like starting I, now don't quote me completely but he's starting like his own trying to start his own like national news station oh. that like deals with with you know diversity and and awesome. issues that people people you know from diverse backgrounds like I don't know whether where that's going but that was something I I saw an interview with him that we was talking about. That's very
1: cool. I think that's very cool. And that's really important, especially in like today's climate.
0: Absolutely.
1: Now tell us to date, you've had over a hundred guests, give us your best interview and then your Mm -hmm. worst interview. (laughs)
2: Well, I feel like I can And you don't have to name this.
1: names. I can, you know.
2: <laughs> well, I can yeah, I can take this two ways. I can kind of give you a, a, a few kind of rundown just to see the kind of people that I interview. I can't tell you the best one because it's it's hard for me just to such pick. name naming kids. Yeah. Um so we can go that way, or I can just give you maybe what you want and just say Jasmine was my best interview. Oh no, no, no. <laughs>
1: you do not, i mean thank you you know you could but you can like butter me up all you want but no you don't i don't have to be your favorite one like i mean i know i was great but
2: no no you you really were awesome but i you know daphne was definitely a really cool one just because i learned so much about the show you know before will smith was what he is now mm-hmm. you know how his trajectory happened just all the amazing things she did growing up, you know, before she was even on the show, she was mm-hmm. just did some really, really awesome stuff. Um, we already talked about Lori Beth. That was maybe the coolest one for me, just because I really did grow up watching her all the time. Right. Um, so that was really cool. And she talked about um, two really big topics. that I thought was really interesting. She talked about child, st- you know, child stardom and kind of the mm. practice of, all these people making money off of you know off the backs of kids and Children how they always and- have the kids' mm. interests and in the best you know yeah. best of you know thoughts so that was kind of interesting and then she also did talk about kind of being comfortable and who you are and you know that body shaming and that type mm-hmm. of things how mm. you know she was but she really was well, I my my secretary when I told her I was interviewing uh Lloyd Beth was saying you know I grew up watching her she was my inspiration I didn't have other girls the full, full bodied girls that I could watch. And then when yeah. I watched her, I, you know, it gave me some inspiration. So we talked about that, which is really, really cool. Uh, when it comes to being a little closer to Seattle, I actually interviewed Dave Riker, who's the one that caught uh, the green river killer.
1: Dude, I know. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah.
2: So we talked talk about, about the 20 yeah, we, we talked all about it from the first body to capture 20, Ugh. 20 years. It's the longest interview I've ever done because so I try to keep them under an hour. That one, you know, I cut down to an hour and a half, but I couldn't cut any more out. Right. Jackson, so that was a really, really interesting you want, one.
1: You want to know what's crazy? I do. Yeah. Speaking. He's like, yeah, tell me. So <laughs> where I live right now is actually like the strip, the area that he would troll for really? these women. Yep. I, they're like, Part of the, you know, entrance to the river where they found some of the bodies is not Mm -hmm. too far from where I'm at. Like Mm -hmm. it's we're really, really close to where all that stuff unfolded. Um, so it's 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 just crazy that, you know, one, like we knew of the Green River killer, you know, like we had that, but then once they actually caught him and everything started coming out, and the fact that of course, you know, it's a serial killer, that's national news. Like um, it's just crazy how close to home it hits. And then here we are now on this podcast years later, Gary's been in jail. He's, you know, whatever you're here. We are coming full circle. You're interviewing one of the top detectives that dealt with that case. Like,
2: yeah, this,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry. I just, I blow it really does blow my mind. The PNW has so many serial killers. I was about to say, cause <laughs> I'm honest? thinking Ted Bundy and I'm like, like we just there's have- just
0: a lot going on. What's that about?
1: Mm-hmm. It's so sad and dark out here, you know.
2: (laughs) And it was a really interesting conversation, just learning about his life, too. I mean, he grew up, Dave Riker grew up kind of in a broken home where he Mm. kind of and then it was just huge to him about, you know, he knew that, you know, the way that he turned out, because after he went after he got done, you know, with this investigation, he actually became the sheriff of king county and then he was a congressman for 12 years too so he made a lot out of his life Mm -hmm. from where he started and what he talked about in this you know this interview was all these girls that were were killed were you know 19 to 25 years old maybe they weren't on the right path now you know but look what happened look where i started out and what i became yeah all these people had you know their opportunity taken from them these people, because so many people with the Green River, you know, killer and why it was, you know, maybe last as long as it did was it, 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 it wasn't people who were, you know, people
0: were looking for know, the
2: Valley Victorian right now. Yeah. It was people yep. who people didn't care about as much, but there's so yeah. much life ahead and there's so many ways to turn your life around. So especially at of,
0: 19, like, yeah, sure. that's a really great pres- perspective or just hearing him say that. I'm going to have to, I'm checking that one out. I, I know he's got, he has a bunch on there that are really good. Um,
1: yeah. You were, you were talking about your um, interview with DC Glenn from tag team and you were saying, yeah. you know, it didn't necessarily go as planned. Oh. Um, was it just because he just had a lot to talk about and share? Like it was kind of hard to just keep him on track or what was that? Mm-hmm. What was that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I feel like you'll have to just, you'll have to listen, <laughs> listen on to it, it. <laughs> because he, I mean, we, we did talk quite a bit about his career kind of, but he is very, I don't know. I, I don't know any other way to put it. He was a joy to talk to, but he's very uh, philosophical. I guess we'll just put it that way. He wants, mm-hmm. he's, he talks, mm-hmm. he talks a very big picture and it's hard to get him kind of to that, uh, to, to, you know, to, to narrow things down a little bit
0: i can see that
1: yeah yeah it's it's the older generation yeah i get that for sure
2: (laughs) yeah no he was definitely putting on a class and i was the i was the student for sure (laughs)
0: um all right who do you who are you hoping to have in 2022
2: yeah that's a really good question you have a
0: lineup already i I mean yeah there's,
2: there's quite a few people already you know interviewed um I, I don't have a certain person. I don't have like the you know, dream guest. Honestly, again, to, to drag this down again, like we just did. You know, Every time people would ask, what's your dream guest? My joke would always be Betty White because I was a huge, ah! huge Betty White fan. Ah! <laughs> I love the Golden Girls. So Me that too. was always my dream guest. But I guess that that that's not going to happen. But I- 2021 I, you know,
0: I, took it away from us. Really,
2: yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah, I read somewhere. I'm sure everyone's seen it now, but I just love they said, you know, I want to live a life that I've lived 99 years and people say I still didn't live long enough. So I, I, yeah, that would have been my dream guest. (laughs) I don't really have a dream guest. I I take them as they come. I'm, you know, I get excited about pretty much everyone. Uh, Every time I you know, get somebody to to agree, I'm always pumped and ready for people to be able to hear about it.
1: You know, that's how we are too. We, we joke and say that our dream guest is Beyonce, but like. I mean, you put it out there; it could happen one day, you know, like yeah. wishful thinking. But it's not, it's not likely that it'll happen. Um, so I, t- I, I get that, you know, like. Um, but we, we are the same, we are the same way. We get very excited when people like, you know, reach out to us because they like our show and they like what we do and they want to be a part of it. You know, it's, it's a platform that we have. And the fact that people want to, you know, share that with us and have that conversation. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a nice feeling. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. If I were to have
0: a more realistic person now, I would say Brittany Renner. I would love I would to have, say, I would love to have a conversation with her. It wouldn't even need to be an interview. I still want, um, I still want
1: Issa as a, re- as like a real <gasps> interview. Yeah. That would be my like more tangible,
0: you know, Issa and, and anyone kind of like in her immediate crew, I would actually, I, would love. I wouldn't want to interview them. You know how everybody was on Twitter was like, would you take 500,000 or dinner with Jay-Z? Mm. I would take dinner with Issa Ray. Let's do it. And I would bring a notebook. <laughs> and a pen and be like start from the beginning of your life please <laughs> and just take notes because yeah she's like my role model like what she did with her web series mm-hmm. and making it a like an extremely popular show on HBO having a book like I'm I love Issa Rae she can go no man
1: literally goals yeah. talk about self-made Whew. yeah
0: <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you though. So I know you said you don't like have a guest list, like in mind, like a dream guest list. But like from your childhood, you know, like who, like top five, like pick three, three people that you haven't
1: already you know done. I know you love Lori Beth, but someone else.
2: Ah, uh, that's really putting me on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know that I I don't know. I don't know. Top totally five token. people. No, I mean, I grew up, I grew up a huge, I mean, I, I live in Indiana. I grew up a huge Pacer fan, uh, which is obviously the NBA team. So maybe like Reggie Miller, I would have loved it. I was going to say that would be cool. cool.
1: I know the name Reggie Miller, but I can't place him. Larry Bird. I know Larry Bird. Okay. Yes. Was he on the team too?
2: Well, he, he's from Indiana. He, he went to Indiana state he's not the, maybe the friendliest guy. I mean, he's, he's around Indianapolis too. So I don't know if I get him, but, but yeah, I, uh, I, I think Reggie Miller would be cool. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's really tough for me to, to give you these answers. I don't, I don't really don't what know. About I a, think a Jackson. Uh, I'd have to really think about it. Say it again.
0: A Jackson, like Parrish Jackson or blanket.
2: Well, that'd be cool. I think I, I think <laughs> I would enjoy that. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, the, the goal is to find people who obviously, you know, are, are from my childhood, but then also have something going on now that they would even Mm -hmm. want to come on because I mean, the big, the big draw for people to come on podcasts is that they have something they're trying to promote. So Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not, and that's kind of what you kind of go back to one of your earlier questions was, you know, I, I I really harp that the, Hey, I realize this is a reciprocal thing let's talk about, you know, what I want to talk about, but let's really promote what you've got to promote too. So I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not one-sided there. Surprised you didn't ask me about my least favorite guest. That's normally a big thing.
1: So who's your least favorite guest? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, so I, I mean, I don't have a certain least favorite guest mm-hmm. because there's so many that never even make it, you know, never make it oh, on air.
1: Understood. There's times
2: that I interview people that it just doesn't, not clicking, Maybe my least favorite one that never made it on air is probably going to go into your your topic later on, where he was a relationship coach and he had some very convoluted ideas of how relationships work.
1: I because mm.
2: most of our my interviews are like forty five minutes long. Mm-hmm. I talked to him for like fifteen minutes. I realized that he was talking from I don't know nineteen forty or something. So we oh uh, man, I, we just said you know eh, thanks so much for your time, but but nah. That's interesting.
1: <laughs> you know, that's that is very interesting because I've never thought of you know. Thank thank God, these you know you pre-record and you have that ab- ab- ability to do that. But mm. um, I couldn't imagine being in the middle of an interview and just being like, you know what, this isn't this isn't working out. i <laughs> um, sorry, <Yeah. laughs> sorry. Yeah. Thanks for your time, but I we get- probably won't be sharing or airing this
0: i could think of a couple of ours no say one off top that like if we could have just cut to break and been like okay let's usher you off i would have i would have loved that which (laughs) one which one i don't want to say what was Um, the topic mm, it was an artist who came on to share their music female We know very well Mm -hmm. i know exactly yep yeah yep 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 okay (laughs)
1: see but Jackson we we were we did a bunch of stuff live like we would have our live recordings and it's those ones where you just like you gotta you gotta fight
0: through it it was it was less about the person but more about like the topic matter and like also cussing and I was just like I don't we didn't we didn't talk about any of this beforehand literally
2: <laughs> yeah i i couldn't honestly i couldn't imagine doing it live and just knowing things are going off the rails and not be able to do anything about it because there's mm-hmm. so many times even in good interviews that people do go off on tangents sometimes it's because people are nervous just when mm-hmm. people are nervous mm-hmm. they automatically kind of just keep talking so They're there's talking times in it, my yeah. head because i know you know that these are pre-recorded there's times in my head that like Everything you're saying right now is going to be cut. None of this, is <laughs> you know. I know what you're saying right now is not what I want to talk about. So I couldn't even imagine just having to ride the wave of of a live interview when people go off on their on their stuff.
0: Yeah, it. Yeah, and then like you don't want to like interject because of the audio, and I'm like, oh my gosh, break. We're going to go to a break. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like that was the beauty of it. Like we just need to go ahead and snip this noun. And yeah, like, (laughs) oh, that one had me stressed. Uh,
1: (laughs) Especially when it's like, you know, you tell someone, please don't cuss because we are on the radio and you know, you have one slip up, they can fix it. But like, if you're cursing multiple times back to back, what did you not hear us? Did you not hear what we just said?
0: (laughs) And and Do not do this. (laughs) <laughs> it is really hard, though, I feel like for some people where it's like that's a part of their just how they speak. Like, yeah, if they cuss. They cuss. I feel like I cuss less now because we were on radio. Same. But going on to radio, I was nervous. I was like, this is not good. I cuss I, like every other word. I say bitch a lot. It's yeah. Like,
1: like bitch. It's just like yeah. an expression. Like yeah. what? And I was like,
0: oh, this, this is not good. And I would catch myself and Benny be like, I can catch you on the first one. But if you go on a string of like cussing, <laughs> uh, we're probably off air <laughs> after the show is and done. Getting, and getting fined. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> um, what, what has been the most rewarding thing about your po- podcast?
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it's just talking to so many diverse people and kind of learning about things I never thought I would. I think that it's just really cool to, I, I mean, I started, I just remember when I started this, just kind of thinking, Hey, it was just to be cool to just interview people that mean something to me. And now to actually have talked to them, learn things that I never knew about them and just kind of, I, I really, it's just the people aspect that's why I started it, you know, that I. I love talking to people. I love learning people's why, why they've, why they've done what they've, they've done the, the passion mm-hmm. behind it. So just kind of learning about that and really learning about how receptive and open people really are. You know, you talked about how, um, you're, you're nervous about maybe interviewing that big, that big star or whatever. People are really way more welcoming and way more mm-hmm. open than you'd ever think they would be. So that's really just been a, a really rewarding part of it, I think.
0: I couldn't agree more um, to that sentiment. Just in general, like we say this all the time, but there are guests that we've had come on and then we'll go on their show. And it's just weird how so at home we almost automatically feel and like Mm -hmm. they become friends and family. And like, um, there's this one podcast that we, I say interface, that's like my word of the month, I guess, (laughs) but that we interface with a lot. And um, when Jasmine came to visit, we went and we hung out with them. And it was just like, we'd never met these men except for through like through zoom. And I, it was just like, we'd known each other forever Yeah, and we, just, we can joke just like that. And yeah. I was like, it's just crazy to me because you know um, you can really, we're strangers. Meet- we're literally strangers. Yeah, We can meet, yep. you can literally meet anyone through podcasting. And, and I would say that's been the most rewarding thing is just all the people that we've met in different perspectives and topics that we've covered. I think that's so cool.
2: Yeah. And, not to get too really philosophical with it, but I mean, I've interviewed so many different people that are, seem so, so different than me, you know, live on the other side of the country, mm. totally different than than my perspective. But then when we talk, we find that, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of similarities. Mm. You know, we're, we're really kind of a a divided world right now, but honestly, we're, we're way more alike than we like, are. different. Yes. And I've, I've really, I mean, I always knew that, but just, it's kind of amplified by the people I talk to. Isn't
1: Absolutely. it crazy what a simple conversation can do? Like,
0: oh yeah. <laughs> that's what a lot of just, people aren't doing.
1: Yeah, right. that's, you know, right. right. Just, <laughs> just, let's just talk respectfully yeah. to one another.
2: <laughs> Imagine that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Jasmine, do you have any last questions? No, I think we can jump into a quick break before
1: we cool. hop into our hot topic.
0: All right. Well, you guys are listening to the Way with Jazz and Tay. I don't even think I have to say that. We're going into a break.
1: <laughs> Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you, girl. I just had to run and tell y'all about my favorite licensed esthetician Easy Aesthetics by Elise. She helps me keep it right and tight, okay? I'm talking facials for your face, booty, and meow. Not only is she amazing at skincare services, but she also provides teeth whitening, body contouring, and services for men too. Book her for a private session, a kickback spa day with your girls, or date night with your man. Whatever you have in mind, just ask and she'll let you know how she can service you. Now that's what I call top tier full service. DM her on Instagram for rates and services at Easy e Aesthetics. Again, that's Easy E Aesthetics with a Z. Tell her Jazz sent you. Now hurry before she books up. Tune into the Well You Ask podcast with T1D Live at Five and DJ BBD. This is the podcast where you ask us a question and we will talk about it. Catch us every Wednesday live on Facebook and YouTube at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can also listen to us on all podcast streaming platforms.
2: Man,
0: I feel like a woman.
1: Welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. We're going to go ahead and jump into our hot topic, which is titled, Is Misogyny In Again?, like I said, of course we're going to dive into why we're titling it this. Um, but this this topic was prompted by, um, and I'm choosing to call them losers because I don't I don't admire them and I don't think that they are uh, special. Um, the losers of the Fresh and Fit podcast, which it's funny, Shante shared their podcast with me probably a week or two before all of this negativity surrounding their show popped off. And it was a conversation of like, what are they doing that we aren't because they're doing something right. Um, and once we found out what they were doing, we're like, oh, okay. So you have to be aggressive and abrasive and very negative in order to get this kind of growth and attention for your podcast.
0: The shock um, and awe.
1: You know, Um, so for those of you who aren't, you know, very familiar, they have been making some waves over the last um, few weeks, and not necessarily in the best way. One of the first topics that we heard about was, um, they had a panel of women actually on their show, um, including Asian Doll, who was a rapper, Instagram model, I think, I don't, Is she a rapper? She's a rapper. Okay. Well, I was like, I don't want to just assume all the dolls are rappers. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But she did end up actually walking out um, after speaking up and defending another woman on the show whom Myron was being very verbally aggressive towards and wasn't really letting her get necessarily like an edge word, um, a word in, wow, word in edgewise. (laughs) Um, And so that prompted a whole lot of debate and discussion. And more recently... Uh, Brittany Renner sat down with the host of the Fresh and Fit podcast on DJ Academics um, podcast off the record um, to basically, you know, I, get, I guess get put in their place. Um, Shantae has queued up a clip for us if you want to go ahead and play that for the listeners. I mean, well, sure. She could tell she was saying that we we're wrong. I guess about that. Well, so you would... tell us a little bit about yourself? Then. No, I
0: think you know more about me than I do myself. So you're oh, saying no? no obviously, obviously uh, you do though, because you said that you warn guys about girls like me. So tell me about girls like me.
1: Just Humor women me. in general,
2: like I mean, well, no, a... but
1: no, don't women in general, because you literally specifically said before we got on here an that you,
0: yeah, you did say that. That's true. You warn guys about girls like me. So now that we're face to face, what kind of girl am I?
2: You're not special. Yes, you're like other girls. That's the I'm key. not special. <laughs> like, so, you're like
0: other women that are
1: so like... So what makes you special then? I never said I was. But you're trying to say, well, what makes me different from... Like a lot of women operate the way you do. Which And is, how do I operate? In general, what I just said before, women, it's a dance between the two genders. Men are trying to get sex. Women are trying to get resources, time, attention, whatever it is that they're looking for. And a lot of girls play the game better than guys. We talk about this openly on our podcast. And we're teaching guys how to not necessarily... Get finesse and get what they want out of girls which a lot of times intimacy but they're not able to get it but girls are easily able to obtain money time resource attention whatever it is girls are running laps around dudes which yeah. is why podcasts like ours exist
0: do, do, do you believe that britney has been effective in extracting as you say time resources and i'm just gonna pause it because
1: i'm sorry <laughs> He really thought he said something there. The way that he like pushed his pen and paper away. Like I said what I said, mic drop, that's it.
0: Yeah. And he he does kind of like clarify it. And I agree with him to an extent. Mm -hmm. Because I do think that when women enter into relationships, we are looking for more than just sex. Obviously. Why would I I be like, what, what are we doing? Like, why would I enter into something with somebody and think, oh, we're just gonna, you know, have a good time, roll around in the hay, da 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 Never think, never it crossed my mind. I want, like, we all, like, to me, his argument is kind of like, men just want sex, they don't want relationships. Women want relationships, resources, security, and all this stuff. And I'm like, so what are you out here doing?
1: See, but he did briefly mention something about intimacy um, men wanting intimacy, but not getting that because women are looking for other things. I know, I, don't I know I'm that. looking for, int- I definitely, one of the top things I'm looking for in a relationship is intimacy, whether it's physical, whether it's just, you know, being able to be open and vulnerable with one another that I feel like is intimacy, you know? Yes. Um, so for him to kind of like say that again diminishes what women supposedly
0: are looking for and wants exactly um jackson being yeah, like he's like hello <laughs> bill side of this this how do what do you think about what he said um
2: well i mean there's there's some youtube channels like this too of people that are like i'm going to teach you how to interact and deal with women that always kevin is,
0: samuels
2: in, in it, oh, i don't i don't <laughs> know names i don't know names but the thing that kind of just confuses me about those and then also what it sounds like this podcast is is i feel like if i'm going to try to learn about why women do what they do or how women behave i don't feel like i'm going to get it from some you know jock dude i'm going to get it from women so women. i don't understand how i'm not going to be taught you know how women behave from a dude i feel like i would like to know a women's perspective maybe from a woman's perspective
0: And so a thing that they do on their podcast, and I love that you said that because when I was telling Jasmine, I was like, what I don't like is that they're like, oh, we're trying to give men game from a woman's perspective, but we're men. Well, you don't know really how women think. And they kept saying to Brittany, they were like, you want this, this, and this. And I was like, no, because she's already said that she's not like other women. She can separate her emotions. She can just, you know, she can do open relationships, polyamory. She just wants the choice. But you're saying all women are one way when you are now sitting in front of a woman that has now created a subsect of women. And you're telling all these men, this is how you need to operate with all women. But Brittany Rimmer, Renner is sitting here like, I'm an exception to the rule. So now what, how does the, the the game plan or the rule book Mm changed. Like they're just trying to make generalizations that aren't um, necessarily true to all women, but something that they do on their podcast is they have their fresh and fit girls. So they'll have a group of women also come on. And this is where Asian doll came in. They'll have a group of women come on. It's usually more women than them. It's two guys on the podcast and then maybe like 10 girls, will come on. And that's that's their female perspective. However, and this, I don't want to knock the women that they bring on. However, they are definitely bringing on women who they know they can like, that seem smarter than one. Mm. That's the first thing I want to say. And who are probably trying to um kind of clout chase maybe or like get uh get kind of like attention on them from being on the show so they can they can put these women in their place like like he tried to do with Asian doll you need to stop talking over the mic I need you to shut up and instead of like nicely telling her hey it's gonna ruin the audio like the audio quality for the show it was like you need to shut up and he kept saying that and that's kind of like his um personality like he's very it's, abrasive and harsh and it's like it doesn't even really need to be like that
1: and so that's that's why with me I relate a lot of how he talks to women in a, in a misogynistic way because yes you know women are to be seen not heard kind of thing or yes. if a man has the floor you have no business even thinking speaking, of speaking. and, and that he kind said of, this and that's the kind of thing where it's like again it's it's you know you want to have this platform and talk about what women like how they operate and how to get women but you don't even know how to talk to them yeah in a respectful manner yeah
0: you're not gonna tell me to shut up if you're a man taking advice from him good luck (laughs) no (laughs) it's just it's a no for me um I I I'm thinking about the time he like really said like you know, if you're my girlfriend, I don't want you speaking. I need you to. I I want you to shut up. And I was just like, I'm, do I do I really want to go and listen to that full audio? Because no. I'm like, what could he have added before and after to that would have made that better? You know? Yeah.
1: Are you kidding me? Especially like I just think about me as a person and in a relationship. I'm definitely not going to be just sitting there all cute and quiet. Like, especially if you know we're in spaces where. I feel like I need to speak up, you know, like if, if something is being said in my presence and that I know is not right or, you know, incorrect, I'm going to speak up. Regar- regardless of if you if you think I'm, you know, your partner or whatever and it's not my place, it's it's my place to be a voice for those who don't mm-hmm. or who can't. And I try to take every opportunity as like a learning opportunity. So, I'm going to speak up and try to educate you on why what you're saying and doing is not okay. Yeah. And a lot of people can't handle that from a woman. From coming from a
0: woman. Jackson, I'd like to ask, so later on, Brittany, we didn't share this in the clip, but late, later, Brittany asked him like, what do you get by telling women they're not special? And you know, he dodges that question. he never really answers it because he's like, I you know, I'm just kind of plainly stating like a fact. and I'm like, I where's the study and where's the statistics to back it up? But um, what do you think he gets? like in all actuality, what do you think he gets from telling women they're not special?
2: I mean, I, I feel like it probably comes from a place of insecurity himself. I feel like maybe he, he doesn't feel special. So he's got to make sure no one else does. I think it's kind of the, the the, kind of the whole bully, bully aspect of, you know, I I'm feeling bad. So I want everyone else to feel bad around me. That's, that's the only thing I can understand. I, I don't really, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand that at all. I feel like I, I'm, I feel like the exact opposite. I feel like everyone is special in their own their way. Own way. So I, I think that's really kind of goofy to, to listen to someone to say that that's kind of, that's just, that's, and I, I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss with that. I agree with you. I thought it was interesting because they,
0: he, as I was saying earlier, he really made it more of a, you know, women aren't different. They're all on like this one track mind, but he just kept saying it. And I was like, I don't, I just cannot agree with that. I was like, because everyone should be made to feel special. And Mm -hmm. he tried to tie it with like what women feel they deserve. Like you're not special. So you don't deserve a man that you've got, like you've made all these standards for. And he kept saying that women are delusional and we all think that we're princesses and that we're queens and that we should be treated a certain way but we should we be treated should right be. What? you should treat me with respect at a bare minimum mm. and then treat me like a queen if that's what I feel I should be treated as and I don't know why he feels like I just really find it very interesting that his tactic is diminishing people's worth because I feel like it's a lot of people's worth's pretty low already. You definitely don't need somebody coming in and being like, you're not special. You're just like her. I can have her tomorrow. And then for the person you're trying to be in a relationship. So women are supposed to like, so women are supposed to just settle for a man who's like, I really actually don't care about anything you've got going on. You're here because you've got a hot box. That's terrible. And I would rather (laughs) be alone. (laughs) <laughs> like I just if that's what they're saying and I and I, I really don't feel like that's what they're saying I just think their delivery is not great yeah but it just feels like that's what they're saying to me and they're saying they're trying to help men be in relationships but it also sounds like they're trying to help men from getting hurt or being taken advantage of or to just be able to like see the game but at the same time you're taking women down in the process. And so I don't think, I don't really think you need to do that in order to give them sound advice on dating.
1: No, uh, Jackson, you're, you're in a committed relationship, correct? Are you? Yes. Um, how long have you been with, with, been with her?
2: Yeah, it's been, oh goodness, I think about five and a half years, five years.
1: Oh, okay. So that's even better. So since you've been in a committed relationship, successful, obviously it's lasted this long. Are these are these are are these people that you could sit down with and share like your perspective on because I'm pretty sure Myron is single I don't know that he's had a a they asked and neither
0: of them answered so yeah
1: so so (laughs) you know you someone male actually having experience you know in a real life relationship are these people that you can have a conversation with and share your perspective on like, you know, well, me as someone who actually has a girlfriend in a successful relationship, this is what works for me versus what doesn't. Like, could you see that for you with them?
2: Well, I only saw that three minute clip, so I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how receptive, receptive they would be. My guess is probably not super receptive. They seem I mean, honestly, they seem pretty, I think it kind of goes down to being just kind of guarded and maybe they have been Mm. hurt, they've been hurt in the past and it's kind of a vicious cycle really I feel like they're kind of trying to make men be super guarded about things that in turn make women be guarded about the kind of man that that seem like that they're trying to create so it's just a vicious cycle so. I don't know. I mean, I obviously I'm I'm open to talking to anyone, but I don't know how open they are to talk to me.
0: Right. They would probably talk to you. They they are very open and like I think they talk a lot about Britney Renner on their podcast and they talk pretty poorly about her and the interview was actually pretty cordial. They were definitely like debating. Now, mm-hmm. and they didn't see eye to eye, but at the end of it they were all like, you know, we have an understanding, which is what I feel like they all came to the table to do. Um I just, I feel like it might be one of those episodes where you would be like, okay, I'm not going to be putting this one out (laughs) possibly because yeah, some of the stuff that they stay is just, um, unnecessary.
1: Um, in your relationship, would you consider it to be a pretty traditional one? I know that, you know, with us being millennials, social media, a lot of stuff has changed and especially with, you know we're in this era of trying to make sure that everyone is treated equal you know getting rid of those you know quote unquote traditional like gender norms um how how does that look like for for you and how do you keep it a pretty like even or equal like playing field you know like what what works for you guys especially in this kind of unfamiliar territory that we're in
2: yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a loaded question. I'm not, I'm sorry, not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> and you don't have I mean, to get too I,
1: like too personal either. Of course
2: I would. I mean, it's definitely a, a traditional relationship in the sense that, you know, it's a monogamous relationship between a, a man and a woman, but mm-hmm. otherwise, I mean, I don't, I'm, I've never been one to be super conformed to gender norms that, Hey, the woman does this, the man does this. I, I would fail at that honestly, because I'm not super, I, I don't know that I do all those manly tasks. I'm not one to, you know, <laughs> fix the car or anything. So I, I know I,
1: I put that in there. I was just like, honestly, I was like, I don't know. What do guys do?
2: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if if we were trying to conform to gender norms, I would be the one that would be failing the most. So I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're, we're very equal when it comes to, you know, our, our lives. I, I think you've got to be, it's a, it's a partnership. It's not a, you know, a hierarchy. Yeah.
1: Right. No, that is huge. That's very, very important. That's one thing that I do find is like, I, I've been in a couple relationships, um, obviously none of which were successful. I'm single now. Um, but there were instances where I feel like maybe traditional like gender norms kind of did get in, in the way of, of -hmm. our growth or like, you know, maybe even, even honestly coming from my end, like maybe I expected too much from my male partner, um, and, and it, and it created the you know, like insecurity because, because of that, you know, it had nothing to do with maybe like me stepping out or anything like that. It was a. It was a financial security. Like me, I made him feel like as a man, he wasn't doing enough for, mm. for us or for me. Um, uh, so that's, that's interesting to, to point out. Um, I've, I never thought of myself as being someone who was like, yeah, you know, super traditional. And then I look back and in hindsight, I'm like, okay, there were definitely certain things where I've been like, oh, this definitely could have been a 50-50 thing. But <laughs> um, I think that comes from having parents who are in their like 60s. Um, I have, I have older parents and I definitely feel like that uh, some of their older traditional traditions were passed on to me, or just even I saw witness growing up.
2: I think it's important just to understand everyone comes into a relationship with their own bias, their own perspective. And, and Mm -hmm. to think that, that we don't is, is you're just kidding yourself. So I mean, honestly, no one's ever gonna. You know, everyone always talks about oh, he checks all my boxes or she checks all my boxes. No one's gonna check all your boxes. It's just a matter of finding someone that you can work through maybe those differences with and and uh, yeah. you know find a, find a happy medium. I, I mean, I guess the kind of the the joke to to put it a little bit you know more goofy is to say you know somebody who can can put up with my my nonsense is what you really got to look for sometimes rather than The perfect person all the time.
1: That I like that I like that you say that because I've only recently really been in a place where I'm like, okay, let me seriously try to think about maybe, you know, dating or approaching other folks. And um, that's something that I'm trying to get out of my head on is, you know, I'm very much a, oh, well, they have to be attractive. They have to have again, you know, A, A, B, C, and D. And like, no let, let me uh, stop blocking myself from any future potential, like blessings, get out of my head and let's, let's meet people and actually meet new people for who they are and, and that kind of stuff. Um,
0: that's huge. But knowing what you want
1: is important as well. That's the other thing too. I'm like, I'm still,
0: yeah. Knowing what you want so that you just don't become susceptible to just like anything. No. Yeah, it's
2: sorry. I feel like do compromise, compromise in, is I I okay. Didn't, I didn't get to finish, Selling I'm sorry, I didn't get to
1: finish. Okay. <laughs> yes, I didn't get to finish. I- cut Shantae off when I started that. And I was like, well, let me let her finish. Um, I was speaking, cause like in my personal experience, um, I was, I'm the type of person who I'm like, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make this relationship work. You know, like, no, we're here, we're in it. We've obviously gotten to this point for a reason, like we're gonna work through it. Um, but almost to a fault, almost to a fault of where my partner was telling me all these things. And I knew that I wasn't necessarily really on board with, but because I didn't want to lose them, I'm compromising my wants and my needs in a relationship. Um, So that's, yes, yes. So that's what I mean. You know, compromise is is an absolute necessity in a relationship, Um, but it's just, it's almost to a fault. It's, you don't want to lose yourself by compromising so much. Yeah. So, yes, I'm glad you guys pointed that out because I realized (laughs) as soon as I said it and then just left it there, I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's something I could learn a little bit more of like compromise being willing to compromise, like I'm very comfortable being single. Like, mm, like, <laughs> you want to come and ruin my peace? No way. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, just like being willing, like if things do get, you know, messy and like not real messy, but just like, if there's some difference in opinion, being able to be like, you know what, that it is just what it is a difference in opinion, but like, do I still like this person? And sometimes I don't like that person if you know the difference in opinion is like Myron's but (laughs) you know sometimes it's like you know I could have stuck it out or I could have found a way to make this work because I feel like I might have like blocked a blessing because I was Mm -hmm. just like so quick to be like eh and back to being single and comfortable again but I think that's all we have, uh, time for today. We're at about an hour. You guys, this has been a really great conversation. We did it. We did it. I almost want to do like this conversation with like a bunch of other people just to see what else they say, because I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, Jackson, thank you one for being a good human and like not being a misogynist, but I want to see if there (laughs) are like people out there that are like, yeah, I kind of saw what Myron and them were talking about. Um, but I thought this was a really great conversation. It mm-hmm. was great to like interview you and hear all of the people that you've interviewed. Um, to our listeners, definitely check out all of those episodes he picked out. Um, I know I'm going to be, I'm definitely looking forward to that Green Mile River Killer detective. <laughs> the Green <Yeah>. Mile. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Green River. Green River. It's a good, it's a good movie. I right. watched,
2: watched the movie and then watched and then listened to my podcast. <laughs> oh but my god. Green River
0: Green River Killer. I Gary think I was Gerard trying to Ridge mix way. up like Eight Mile. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Green Mile is a movie. Is it's a, a movie. Good movie. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have Michael Clark Duncan in it. Yes, R.I.P. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm related to him. Fun facts. No um,
1: way.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bombs <laughs> at the end. All right, all right. <laughs> as we as we get out on a tangent, uh, I want to give you some space to let our listeners know where they can find you, Jackson. Uh, go ahead and plug yourself
2: yeah well obviously listen on on wherever you you get your your podcast same place that you that you listen to the way you can listen um to to me unless you listen on the radio apple podcast spotify google all those areas not in the huff with jackson huff um love to love to have you listen i you know i talk to people from from all walks of life so maybe not every every episode is something you're interested in but i i think that there'll be some that that you definitely are so love to have you um, Jacksonuff.com. We've got a, a Facebook page, not not in the help with Jacksonuff. So yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for having me, and uh, anyone who listens, I, I appreciate that too.
0: Thank you. All right, well, that is our show today. We will catch you guys next week. Stay black. Bye, y'all. As always, thank you so much for tuning into The Way. Follow us on Instagram at TheWayJazente and on Twitter at
1: TheWayJT. Don't be afraid to DM us if you have any questions or suggestions about the show. Until next time, bye! Peace!